Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Christmas Eve. It's December 24th. It is also Friday, and today we're doing what we normally do on Fridays, opening with a prayer from Hughes Elephant Old. But today I turned the page to the next prayer, and believe it or not, it actually fell on the prayer for, well, there it is, Christmas Eve. So we have a Christmas Eve prayer for illumination. Let us pray. Ever-present God, gracious Father, who from the womb of the Virgin Mary brought new life to all humanity, grant to us your Holy Spirit, that hearing your word we might receive it by faith, and thereby be born again, born from on high, and so be your sons and daughters for eternity. Through Jesus Christ, Son of Mary, Son of God, we pray. Amen. All right, we are going to Acts chapter 13. The continuing shift of the mission to the Gentiles is on display for us. So we're going to read from verse 1 of of chapter 13 through verse 12. Hear the word of the Lord. Now, there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John to assist them. When they had gone through the whole island as far as Paphos, they came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul, Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence, who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elamus, the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. So we have learned and continue to see that nothing will stop the advancement of the gospel. Man may come against it, even kings, but God will prevail. And so the story here in Acts is once again shifting. It's going to show us even further how the gospel is going to the Gentiles. And so we see this here as we uh, start looking at the church in Antioch. Now, there were people there, Barnabas, Simeon, uh, let's see, Lucius, Menaean, and Saul. And so they were praying, they were worshiping, and they received a message from the Holy Spirit telling them that Barnabas and Saul are to be set apart. Uh, There's work that they have to do. So they fasted, they prayed, they laid their hands on them, and then they sent them off. And so we're going to start seeing a whole lot more of Barnabas and Saul throughout the rest of Acts. This is now going to be the focus, these missionary journeys of uh, 
Barnabas and Paul. And so we have them going to Cyprus. Now we can see here as if we look, did I overshoot it? There it is. You can see if you're watching on video that Cyprus is an island to the west, and you probably knew this already, but to the west of basically Palestine. They're to the west of Israel. And so this missionary journey is going out into the world. What a first trip. They got to get on a boat. They have to go to this island. And what we see here is that they're, they're expanding their reach. We know where they have been so far on the mainland, but now we're seeing how this is going forward and going out. Well, they arrive and they come across someone who is described as a magician and they're a false teacher, obviously, trying to keep this proconsul on Cyprus from coming to the faith. And so Saul, and we see in verse nine, Saul, who's also called Paul. Now, from this point forward, we're going to see Paul called by this name that he was referred to by the Gentiles or his essentially his Roman name. And so from this point forward, we're going to see Saul called Paul. And so Paul is seeing this magician who's trying to lead this proconsul astray. And well, what happens? Well, it's an interesting story. Paul calls him a son of the devil. He calls him an enemy of righteousness. He's full of deceit. He's full of villainy. And he asks this question, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? Why are you opposing God? Remember what we've seen before when people oppose God. Bad things happen, right? Nothing is going to stop the advancement of the gospel. And so Paul does something interesting. He basically tells this magician Look, you think you have things going on that you can do certain things? Well, let me show you something else. You are not going to speak or be able to see. You are going to be blind for a time. And it happens. It happens. It, he, he can't see. It says that immediately mist and darkness fall upon him and he needs people to lead him around. And then verse 12, the proconsul believed this person here on Cyprus this person in a position of power, he believes when he sees what had happened because he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. He sees the power of God and he understands the power of God unto salvation that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we see this advancement of the church. And again, human powers cannot stop it. No matter how great this guy thought he was, no matter what his false teaching was, the true proclamation of the gospel is going to bring people to faith because the church is going out into the world. And so this is good news for us, right? The, the gospel came to us. Paul and Barnabas going out into the world to the Gentiles is part of the reason that the gospel comes to us. God advances his story. God advances his gospel that the people of the world might come to faith, that we might hear and believe the, believe the gospel regardless of our ethnicity. So this is a huge part as we think about Christmas Eve and as we think about Christmas, this is a huge part of why we celebrate the coming of Jesus. Yes, he came in human flesh as a Jewish person. He kept the law, but it was for the purpose of bringing all people to faith. It was not just for the Jews. 
This came to all people because we were all dead in our trespasses and sins because we had all fallen in Adam. We all need the last Adam, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins. So as we think about the message of Christmas, may we remember how that message has come to us. It has gone across oceans. Just as they went across the sea in a boat to take the message, it has come across oceans to us. It has gone throughout the world because God loves his people. He brings his people to himself. And so may we celebrate that as we have joy at Christmas. May we relish in the joy of the great salvation that has been brought to us through Christ by the proclamation of the gospel. Let us go to prayer. Gracious God, we praise and thank you for setting us apart in the faith to be your servants and to be holy in your sight. We know that this is not because of anything that we have done, but solely because of the work of Jesus on our behalf. And on this Christmas Eve day, we bring you praise for the coming of Jesus in our very own flesh. We know that our fall into sin was in the flesh, and so Jesus became a man to bear the wrath of God that we deserve for our sin. Grant that our celebration of the Christmas holiday would be rooted in the joy that you have given us in the salvation won for us by the one who left heaven to save us. And so we ask that you would bless us this day as we move about to be with family and friends. May you grant journey mercies to your people through this Christmas season. We pray this all in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay, have yourself an excellent Friday, an excellent Christmas Eve, and a great Christmas. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 